welcome to the podcast of Ordinary Gentlemen. Uh, this is try number one. This is a, what do they call it on TV shows? The, the pilot. pilot. Yeah. yeah, to see see if this is uh, something that we can do or if it even works in the first place. Um, so, first of all, let me give me a quick introduction for me. Um, considering that I'm actually not really of the original group, um, my name is Kyle. Uh, I went to Hi, LaSalle. Hi, Kyle. Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, I went to LaSalle, so that's how I kind of know the general group. Um, I'd say I probably know Chris Blasco and Jake Ebhart the most out of anyone here. Um, I mean, outside Mike, obviously. Um, but outside that, I think I was – I joined the league, what, after graduation, right? So, 17, 18? Yeah, it was probably it was probably 2000 – yeah, probably 2017 or 2018. But don't forget, uh, you were the gracious host for 2018 Super Bowl, I believe. Uh, the fantasy Super Bowl, that is. And that was yeah. between me and you. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Actually, we watched it at my house. We had that flag football game. Yeah, exactly. Yep. I mean, listen, I just to start off, fair enough, uh, two years, I made incredible runs both years. And I'm not here to say that I know more about fantasy. That's not the case here, not at all. I'm just saying I've shown nothing but success. So, I mean, maybe it'd be helpful to get a little more insight from me. Um, I mean, and, and you, Mike, it, it, we'll not talk about last year, of course, because um, there's a reason why your name, your your team is titled the way it is. Um, but I'm sure we'll get to that as we as we dive in. Yeah. So uh, I guess I'll do a little introduction too. then. One time champion. That's all I got to say. Coming for number two. Mike drop. Wow. That's that perfect. I think that's all we needed to know. Yeah. Hey, most people um, know me, except for yeah, like Donnie and CJ and Drew. Yeah, and we'll get to that too because I I don't I don't know them. One of them's names is Team Drew. If you, if you're naming your team after your own name, I I I think that's I, I think that's a problem. We got to fix that. I might fucking lose to him this week. I and I might lose to a team named Team Drew. <laughs> it's I just mean, sad. One, one one quick thing that I do want to want to get over just on league wise. We last year there was someone that we called Fake Jake, correct? Correct. We had, yeah, we had that's Jake CJ. one and Jake two. Oh, so yeah, CJ is still here, even though we. I know yes. Nothing against CJ. I don't even know CJ, but yeah, just he's in general. the he's the Minnesota Vikings. I believe CJ stood for something like like uh, certified Jake or something like that. Uh, okay. I don't remember right. what the pun was, but okay. I, yeah, the Minnesota Vikings fantasy football name is also. I have an issue with that, but we'll get to that um, when we get to that. Uh, so first, we were thinking about doing a couple of things. We want to do a couple of different segments. First thing we wanted to do, uh, or the most important thing we wanted to do, was we want to give a quick brief of our view on each single, every single game, or every single matchup. Um, just being that, that's kind of what we've always done. That's what Justin's always done until he decided that he wanted to be a pussy. Um, but prior to that point... Um, that's not a choice, that's, bro. That's not a choice. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, the Desperate Bachelors, it's kind of in the name. Um, regardless, we don't want to cut that out. I feel like that was a little bit mean. No, Do they know I'm right. sarcastic? Okay. Yeah, yeah, um, that's fine. <laughs> they, can, they can take it, especially Justin. Okay. I, feel, okay. I feel very confident in that. All right. Um, but so that's definitely in the plans. We're going to do that last. Uh, and we're also going to do like a, a mock, mock draft per se, but we're going to draft um, our – Basically, our, our number one lineup, who we think is going to do the best in the entire week uh, with a couple rules. I mean, if you want to give some more details on that, Mike, you're probably better off than me. Yeah, I think um, it, it'll be pretty basic. It'll basically just be an insight into who we think are going to be the top performers of the week. So we'll be drafting two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, a quarterback, a defense, and a kicker all uh, all against each other. Um, so we'll be going head-to-head every week. The only rule is that you can't 
pick the same player two times, so you basically just can't take Patrick Mahomes every single week. You can't take Travis Kelsey or Darren Waller every single week to keep the positions uh, open. And we can create more rules as we go through and figure out the flow of things, but that's how it'll work for now. Okay, and there's also going to be a, a third voice throughout this. Uh, we have a friend. Uh, his name is Zach. Uh, Zach Busher. Um, he does. He's he's from New Jersey, so none of you guys know him. He didn't go to school with us or anything like that. Um, however, he is a, a diehard Cowboy fan. He's also he's from he's from the Jersey area, so he knows Philly like the back of his hand, right? Um, but when we we are gonna we're gonna jump to if we have any Dallas Cowboys related questions, uh, he's definitely our guy to go to. So if you hear a random third voice, it's gonna be Zach. Zach, you want to say hi? What's up, everyone? Hope everyone's right, cool. having a great night. As they are, as beautiful. They are. Uh, he's also using a, a, a three dollar um, Apple headset from maybe nineteen ninety eight. Um, so if he sounds like shit, that's why. All right. Yeah. Hold so that Mike, baby close. Wanna... Hold that baby close. <laughs> Mike, do you want to get started on uh, on uh, the drafting this fantasy team earlier? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm ready for it. Um, I figured we can go uh, we can go back and forth each week as to who gets first pick, who gets second pick. We can do it in like, uh, even though there's only two of us, we can do it in a snake style. So that way, like someone will get overall pick number one and four. Someone will get overall pick number two and three and so on and so forth. Um, I don't think that there's that there should be any type of like limits or like uh, uh, structure as to like which positions you have to take. So feel free to take like if you want to take a tight end number one, feel feel more than free to do that. But um, I'll let you uh, I'll let you go first week one. Um and we can uh, and we can go from there. I'm actually still putting. I totally forgot the quarterback position, so I'm still going through matchups. All right. Well, luckily I came prepared, uh, so I do have quarterback positions all locked up. However, I would not take that with my first pick. Uh, pick number one, I think, is actually going to be a, a pretty easy pick for me. Uh, I'm going to go uh, Devonte Adams right out the back. That's going to be my wide receiver one for the week. Um, last week was an abomination of a game by Green Bay. Um, and I hate Aaron Rodgers or not, but there is no better. Aaron Rodgers is the best payback game quarterback in the entire league. Um, so Devontae Adams might might have 296 receiving yards this week. Um, so definitely Devontae is going to be my number one pick without a doubt. And the Lions are a joke. That's a fact. That's, yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, the Lions aren't looking really good. They did put together a pretty good comeback at the end of the game, uh, which really hurt my minus nine of San Francisco. But you know what? Um, we will take it. Uh, all right. So with my first overall pick, I will not go wide receiver then because that would have been my first overall pick. It really pains me to say this, but I think I'm going to take Nick Chubb versus Houston. I think Fuck, that, that yeah, I, I think that that's like a, a clear number one for me because, I mean, even though he's going against me, uh, which I absolutely hate, um, the Browns are already a run-heavy team. They're playing a Houston defense that Trevor Lawrence probably should have been able to take advantage of last week. It's absolutely ridiculous that the Houston Texans beat out or, or, or beat the Jaguars as badly as they did while playing as shitty as they did. Um, so I think Chubb is going to have a field day. I don't like my odds for Kareem Hunt, um, so I think that it'll be Chubb a majority of the time. Yeah, next to Chubb I have written down Houston equal joke, and then I also have run ball 35 times. So I'm on the same page with you on that one. I think yep. he's going to have a great – he's my he's my running back number two overall for the entire week. 
Um, but I'm we'll get to that a little bit later. Yeah. So I, I'll, I'll with my second pick, I will take. Um, this one's a tougher one. I'm gonna take DeAndre Hopkins against Minnesota. Um, I think that the Minnesota defense did not take a step forward like everyone thought that they were going to under mm-hmm. uh, Zimmer. And uh, this, it, it, considering that the Cincinnati Bengals of all teams were the ones to um, uh, to show that to us, I think that Arizona is going to have an absolute field day like they did against the Titans. I think Hopkins could end up with three touchdowns. Um, so I'm going to take him with my number two. I think he's going to be wide receiver num- number two behind Adams for the week. Yeah, I don't I don't want to get too much into football, like actual football jargon or anything like that, but... One thing that I, when I watch Minnesota, one thing that I do recognize every time is that Mike Zimmer is a great, he's a great scheme coach, right? But the problem is whenever a scheme breaks down, so when you have an athlete like Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes, and in this case, Kyler Murray, when you have an athlete like that who can extend the play, once you get past that four or five second mark, you're, the scheme kind of falls apart. and They do not, have, do not have good enough athletes in the secondary to keep up with anybody. Um yeah. Kind of in that same general approach, not the exact. My next pick is actually going to be another wide receiver. It's going to be Tyreek Hill um, versus the Ravens. I think Ravens, uh, who, uh, it was not Patrick Peterson, right? Uh, who was the corner for the, for Marcus, uh, Marcus Peters. Uh, uh, he Marcus was, Peters yeah, got for the hurt. Ravens, yeah. Yeah. Um, so they had an already very flimsy secondary. They're playing Patrick Mahomes. Ravens are beat up. I think Ravens are down for are up for a big, big down year. Maybe I don't know six or seven losses. Um, don't get me wrong. I think Lamar Jackson is great, um, but they're they're not going to be able to keep up with Patrick Mahomes. It's just a fact. So um, my yeah, next pick I is think um, Tyreek. I think Marlon Humphreys actually also got banged up at the end of the game. Which I mean, it, I think he's still playing, but it definitely doesn't bode well for the secondary. Yeah, either or. I mean, it's. It's it's just it's a necessary two evils because even if you do have Marlon Humphrey, he's either gonna he's either gonna shadow Tyreek, and if that's the case, then Travis is gonna absolutely blow up the middle of the field. Um, Ravens are a team that really loves zero coverage, really love play man coverage, blitz, and with a team like the Chiefs, you can't do that. They're they're too good of athletes on the on the edge, and you, you just can't do that. So um, I don't I don't think no matter I think it's pick their poison. It's either gonna be Travis Kelsey. Or it's going to be Tyreek. Um, and with that being said, for my next pick, I will actually take Travis. Um, like I said, I, I think I think it's going to be a blowout. I think that game is going to be maybe 45 to 21. It's going to be ugly. Chiefs. It's going to be ugly. Um, yeah, they the, the Ravens did not look good last week. I mean, considering that they lost to... Uh, the Raiders, who yeah, I, they're not Raiders are not that good. I'm just say that. No, no. I mean, they made Max Crosby look like he was Ray Lewis, um, minus the murder. minus the murder. Yeah, uh-huh, bingo. <laughs> I, I I didn't have the laugh track ready, but if I did, that would have been perfect. Um, all right, so I got Chubb and Hopkins. You have Adams, Hill, and Kelsey. Um, mm-hmm. I think I'll go for running back number two here. Then. Um, Actually, you know what? No, I'm going to bring it to our uh, Dallas expert, and t- he's going to tell us why um, Keenan Allen is going to absolutely obliterate the Dallas secondary. <laughs> Go ahead, Zach. The floor's mean, all yours. You're really not rolling at all. Uh, I mean, Keenan Allen probably, arguably, 
top two, and he's probably not two in terms of route running. He's probably the best route runner in football. I mean, I would argue that. I agree with that. You, you could also say Devontae Adams, too, but Keenan Allen's the best route runner, and the only corner that can really keep up with them is Trayvon Diggs, and they're already their secondary is kind of beat, banged up right now. That Two of their safeties might not play this Sunday. Um, they just lost their best pass rusher, so Herbert's probably going to have all day to throw because they have no pass rush outside of Demarcus Lawrence. Keenan Allen. What's going? Tell t- a quick while we're on this. What's what's going on with Jalen Smith and um, who's your the Vanderesh? Because I th- watching that first game with the Bucks, man. They it, it looked like they like they were running in quicksand. And I know that Jalen Smith has because uh, he had a, not, a bad college injury, right? So he yeah. He I don't know he if tore, that's towards ACL, LCL. I think UCL. I don't know if that exists, but he literally <laughs> blew his knee out. Literally, literally blew his knee out. And he hasn't been the same since. He, he looks slow. He looks like he's playing in quicksand. I mean, you guys saw it. He played like 20 snaps because they had to put Parsons out there because Tampa Bay was so fast on the edge that, you know, you got to put your f- fastest guys out there. You got um, you just You guys just paid him, didn't you? Yeah, I don't, Kyle, I don't want to talk about the Cowboys. They, they already <laughs> pissed me off and disappointed me enough that, I, that this is just going to aggravate me. You're laughing, but I'm not laughing. This is not funny. This is not fun for me anymore. Yeah, but it's fun for the podcast. Yeah, I'm sure it's fun for everyone else. I appreciate it. All, All right. right. Yeah, You're, I appreciate I'm going to put you back on, uh, on mute, Zach. Thank you for, uh, for hopping in real quick. I'm sure we will get back to you once uh, we get to the matchups as well. God, he's, just, he's just so knowledgeable. I just, what a man. Uh, oh, yeah, he's just... Really love um, the team. Speaking of Terry McLaurin, already a reception for seven yards uh, as we are speaking, but um, it looks like it was a three and out for Washington. Um, all right, so my next pick uh, after Chubb, Hopkins, and Allen, I am going to take. Um, I think I'm going to go quarterback here, and I am going to go with uh, Russell Wilson versus Tennessee. Um, Interesting. I think that uh, Kyler Murray really showed that Tennessee's defense is not going to be any better than it was last year again. Um, And I think that the play calling for Seattle was a lot better last week than it was at the end of the year last year. Um, And Russ could have an MVP year. Um, So I'm going to take Russ versus Tennessee with my fourth pick. All right. Um, so that means that I'm going to go running back now just because since we're it's only the two of us, so there's no point in taking a quarterback because you already took one. Um, I didn't want to rush regardless. But uh, for my first running back, I'm going to take uh, Aaron Jones for the same reason that I took Devontae. It's going to be a, a bounce-back game and a half. Um, Aaron Jones is hands down. He's a top five running back in the league, and I don't care – how many how few points he scored week one he is a top three running back in the week he's paid like one um and aaron Rodgers, especially when he gets into rhythm he is the the um he is the drop off or what i can't think of the word when it's check down he's the check down check down yeah um so they're i mean they're gonna have stuff designed for him aaron jones gonna have a monster game he's gonna have at least 15 20 points um maybe two touchdowns he's he's gonna be awesome um, for the same reason that Aaron Rodgers is. Um, and then it. I'm going to go uh, for my second running back. I'm actually going to go take – I'm going to take Clyde Edwards-Hilaire um, for very similar reasons uh, f- 
that I'm taking Aaron Jones. Patrick Mahomes, brilliant. He um, He's also a big check down guy, uh, especially when you got the Ravens. Like I said, they're going to do a lot, a lot of zero coverage. They're going to try to blitz him because that's kind of all they can do right now. Um, and so that Clyde edwards Hilaire is going to be there for the check downs all day. Um, so I feel really good about Clyde edwards Hilaire. That'd be If I had to pick, I'd say that Aaron Jones and Clyde edwards Hilaire. Actually, Chubb would be my number one. And then it would be Aaron Jones is two, Clyde Edwards Lair is three. Um, and if you want to go ahead and take your next pick, now we're getting to the interesting ones here. Yeah, so um, I just want to point out, Kyle, that your team consists of two Packers and three Kansas City Chiefs. You're goddamn um, right that does. It, it makes sense. I mean, those games are going to be absolute bloodbaths. But, um, all right, I'm going to go with my second running back here then because, again, it doesn't make sense to take a tight end. Um, I am going to go with uh, Alvin Kamara versus Carolina. Um, I think that uh, last week was an indication that they're, the uh, offense is just going to go through him again. I mean, Jameis is definitely a step up from Drew Brees. I saw, I saw a stat where Jameis Winston threw a touchdown that, was, uh, that traveled 50-plus yards in the air. And Drew Brees played over 9,000 snaps and never threw one of those. Um, so I think it opens up for an explosive offense, especially when the running game is working. And I think the running game will work against um, Carolina. Uh, I think the Jets didn't really give us a good look last week of, of Carolina's how Carolina's always is one of those be. sneaky teams, man. They're always one they of those. They are. They're Carolina sneaky. They keep games is, close. You, they, I can promise you that Carolina, at least four games a year, you're going to see them play a team and be like, how on earth did they win that game? Mm-hmm. It's like they, And then they're going to lose to, like, the Jaguars. But they'll they'll compete and, like, handedly beat at least, like, a few top five, like top ten teams. So uh, that's that's the only reason why I stayed away from that one. I don't – the Panthers – I don't know. Sam Darnold seems to, seems to have it back. I don't – we'll see what happens. Yeah. I feel good with Sam Darnold. The, uh, I mean, in – on the other side of that, too, Alvin Kamara is just one of those guys where he could have an explosive game out of nowhere, where, where it doesn't even make sense. Um, he could he could be a big boom any any week. Um, and I think that he's also a safe pick, especially while that offense is running through him. I mean, I think Jameis Winston had 150 passing yards last week. Um, granted, he had five touchdowns, but as the as the offense gets its legs and as they keep going, I think Alvin's, Alvin Kamara is going to get a lot of those uh, red zone looks. Um, and then with my tight end pick, um, I'm going to go with uh, Gronk versus the Atlanta Falcons. Um, I think that's going to be a high-scoring game for the Bucks. Um, I think that uh, Brady and Gronk looked better last week than they have in a while. Um, I think it's, uh, specifically Brady, I almost feel like he looked like that he took a step up from last season. Um, and I think that Gronk is actually going to be a pretty good part of that offense, especially in the red zone while uh, while they're playing bad defenses like Atlanta. The Falcons may not have a positive yard that entire game. It's rough. It's, it's rough. That is going <laughs> to be a bad matchup. slaughter. It's that a bad is going to be an absolute slaughter. Yeah. Well, actually, the only, thing, the only reason why I'm staying away from that game is I actually think that the Bucks might play down. Uh, we forget that. The Saint, the Bucks lost to the Saints thirty-eight to three last year. At the beginning of the year, it was always a little bit rough. So I think I, I'm looking. I'm I, I'm better at betting when it comes to college football, and I think this is a perfect, a classic play down to their level game. Yeah, um, we we got to remember are too. A joke. Yeah, Go we got to remember too that uh, they almost pulled a me 
and uh, lost to a team that doesn't have an actual name. So um, <laughs> in the Washington football team last year in the playoffs, in the wild card game. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's a good point too. No, I did. Yeah, they, and the the Falcons are just they're to be completely transparent. Me and Mike have a bet that if the Falcons land outside the top ten in the offense, or is it no, top, it's half, top half? I don't know. Top Either half. way, I, if you said it was the top twenty nine, I would <laughs> still feel comfortable about this bet. That I still feel good Falcons, after after the matchup after the matchup this week. I still feel okay about it. So is it the the bet is that the Falcons being the top half of offenses in the league? Not a chance in on green if they. It'll, it'll be a miracle if they break 200 yards of offense in any game this year. They are that bad. The Falcons are horrible, and I will bring that to the grave. All right. Uh, so now we're just into – I'm going to take a defense. Might as well. Um, All right. You still don't have a quarterback, but, yeah, you yeah. can – I don't yeah, have it doesn't matter. Or kicker, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Yep. Uh, so I'm going to take uh, – hmm, let me let me consult my list real quick. Uh, for defense, I'm going to take – the Browns. I gotta take the Browns. Yeah, Houston Texans are gonna come back to earth, and the Browns are going to shellack them, absolutely body them. It's not even gonna be close. Um, the The fact that the Texans scored a point last week was incredible, mm-hmm. um, but that was just a one time thing. It's not gonna happen again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Browns, hundred percent. Browns might have twenty six sacks and seven interceptions this game, and that's just a fact. That's that I'm not sure sense. how often that's happened, but it's gonna happen. It's going to happen this week. Uh, and then I'm going to take Harrison Bucker as my kicker. Um, it's on the Chiefs. Chiefs are the highest scoring offense in the league. Um, and they're going to blow the brakes off the Ravens. So definitely Harrison Bucker is my kicker. I think that's an easy one. Awesome. Um, and you can't take my quarterback, so I'm, gonna always, I'm just going to go ahead and just fi- finish go out ahead. my team right now. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take Patrick Mahomes. Um, so I'm not sure if you're seeing a pattern here. Uh, you probably should be. But <laughs> you just drafted the entire Chiefs roster. <laughs> this is unprecedented, folks. You can't it's... take any of them next week now. No, I, that's and I'm comfortable with that. You know, because right. I just I have that good of a feeling about this game right now. I think that the Chiefs are going to be expecting a Ravens offense that is elite, and that's just not the case. So. It's like the same way that a team might play, like the Bucks going to play down to the Falcons. I think the Chiefs are thinking they're going to have to play up to play the Ravens, mm-hmm. when in reality the Ravens are absolute booty cheeks. All so right. that's, with my with, with the way I'm thinking, I think that they might have 700 yards of offense this week. 700. So, I think that would would that be an NFL record? Maybe an NFL record. Definitely not a college record, but maybe an NFL record. Yep. All right. So I'll finish out my team now. Um, I'll take the Pats defense against the Jets rookie quarterback. Um, and then I will take uh, Tyler Bass against uh, the um, Miami Dolphins. Uh, I have a, I, that, I'm gonna I'm gonna use this opportunity to take to to give you this stat, Mike. Sure. All right. So Belichick. Everyone knows that Belichick is incredible against rookie quarterbacks, right? Belichick versus rookie quarterbacks was 21 and six. Okay. So okay. obviously, and I think it, I think pre- previous to last year it was like 20 21 and four, 21 and five. I think we lost a couple couple last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to get I wanted to think a little bit deeper. So I was thinking, I wonder what Belichick's record against rookie quarterbacks is while playing with a rookie quarterback. So. Tom Brady didn't play as a rookie, with obviously, Tom Brady? but he played oh, okay. in 2001, right? Yeah, he did. Which yeah. is I, so rookie Tom Brady. You're going to count him. Yeah. That same year, he played against another rookie quarterback, goes by the name of Mike Vick, right? They won that game 24 to 10. He, they held Mike Vick to 10 yards at that rookie quarterback. So, I mean, we all know we went on to win the Super Bowl that year, but you do with what you want with that stat. 
That stat makes me make me feel I'm, great about the Patriots. I'm gonna take that stat and just go ahead and say if the Pats win twenty four to ten, then Zach Wilson is the next coming of Mike Beck. And that does not everyone protect their dogs. <laughs> I'm actually putting Kylo in his crate at the moment. Um all right, cool. So uh we have uh, 35 minutes left of recording without editing, so we need to uh, <laughs> we need to move on. So the final teams um, for Kyle we have Devonte Adams, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kels, uh, uh, Aaron Jones, Clyde Edwards, Elair, Browns defense, Harrison Bucker, and Patrick Mahomes. And for me, I have Nick Chubb, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Keenan Allen, Russell Wilson, Alvin Kamara, uh, Gronkowski, the Pats defense, and Tyler Bass. Sounds so we will we will check me. in next week. All right. Uh, so moving on to the part that everyone is waiting for, uh, we're gonna go uh, through each game pretty quickly, uh, give some thoughts, what we love, what we hate, uh, and then who we think is gonna win. Um, so I'm just gonna go ahead and start off right now. We're gonna go uh, first. We're gonna look at Minnesota Vikings, which is CJ versus the Dirty Punts, which is Alex. Uh, currently, uh, ESPN says the win probability is leaning 51% to CJ. I'm seeing 50-50 um, right now. Oh, perfect. Right, 124.4 so to 124.1. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Um, so I mean, first, anyone you love or hate or you were feeling really good about it this week? I'm not a game? fan of Josh Jacobs. Um, I, I think I that agree. Yeah, he's not going to get as many opportunities as uh, as people thought with his draft capital. Like you had to take Josh Jacobs in the second or third round, and he's just not worth that right now. Splitting uh, with um, Kenyon, Kenyon Drake, Drake yeah. and they're playing the Pittsburgh defense, um, which I think is going to be no joke this year. Uh, that's going to be my number one like red flag. I, I agree. I did. With the, with the with the amount of money they paid Kenyon Drake, it was always a risk to, to draft uh, J- Josh Jacobs. So, um, yeah, I, I agree with you there. Um, in my love column this week, I have uh, in this game I have Ceedee Lamb. I think the Chargers' offense is pretty prolific. I do think there's still some gaps in that defense. Derwin James is out there roaming a safety, um, but with when it comes to Cowboys, uh, we'll get Zach's take on it in a second. But when it comes to the Cowboys receivers, it's it's pick your poison. So with the week that Amari had last week, I think that they're going to – CD is going to get that one-on-one coverage on the backside, and uh, I think he's going to have a great game. Um, Zach, do you want to you wanna comment on that? Yeah, actually, I don't think none of those top two receivers are going to have a good week. It's going to be the third receiver. That's Cedric Wilson. Uh, Michael Gallup's out for four weeks possibly six weeks, and Cedric Wilson's now the number three receiver. He's going to get all these one-on-one looks, and he's more than capable of being his man one-on-one. And I think he'll be the most beneficiary of all of them. I think CD and Amari will get their targets, but I don't think you'll see, you know, 13 catches, 139 yards, and CD Lane having seven catches with 109 yards or something like that with, like, five drops. If he didn't have five drops, he probably has a 200-yard game. But, yeah, I mean, the outlook for them is just – as long as, you know, whoever has Dak, too. Stat of the week. Whoever has Dak, too, they're must start every week. I concur. I, I'm glad that there's a little bit of positivity with that one. Uh, I, was expecting, I was expecting more depression, but that one has nah. some significant love, positivity. Nah, Dak is the man. Can't can't deny that. <laughs> True that. Facts. Um, the only th- uh, other thing I had written down was uh, I hate, hate with a passion Devontae Smith. Um, not, not in general, but for this week – the Philadelphia Eagles are about to come crashing down. I hope they enjoyed their one week on top, but that is 
Yeah, I think they're going to have a quite the fall from grace. I think they're overhyped. I don't think Jalen Hurts is an elite quarterback. I don't care what what Matthew Berry says on ESPN. He's just he wasn't a starter. He wasn't good enough to be a starter in Alabama, and I don't know why people think that he's going to be a good enough starter to to play in the NFL, um, especially under they have a rookie head coach who, granted, had a good week week one, but. Success doesn't last like that, especially with rookie head coaches. Um, so I hate Devontae Smith this week. I would take him out of the lineup altogether. Um, but that is not for my decision to make. Yeah, I think um, I think this is this week is kind of tough with both of these teams because they both of them have some pretty rough matchups. But if you look at CJ's team, I think the only matchup that I like is Josh Allen against Miami. Like Mac Jones looked like he was picking that defense apart last week. Um, he in his first rookie game he didn't throw an interception which is just like unheard of um, so I think Josh Allen is going to have a really easy time against that defense but after that you have Jonathan Taylor against the Rams Miles Sanders against the 49ers um, Justin Jefferson against Arizona I don't even know if Kirk Cousins is even going to get the ball off once in that game um, Robbie Anderson against the Saints Kyle Pitts against the uh uh, the Buccaneers and the only other positive matchup is Cortland Sutton against the Jaguars. And that is what ended up making my decision for this week. That's why I have Alex. Yeah, I, I, I got Alex winning too. Um, the only other thing that we need to talk about in this game is one, who, who names a fantasy football team after an NFL team with the city name too. It'd be different if you were like the Cranston Vikings, Minnesota Vikings. I, I think I think he should get a minus three point deduction every single week until he changes his name from the Minnesota Vikings. Not only is that very uncreative, Minnesota the Vikings suck. They're they're horrible. Why would you want to be Why would you want to be associated with that? I'll tell you that, why. That, it's because it's a it's a fake persona that Jake Gebhart made to have a second team in the league, and uh, this fake persona loves the Vikings so much that he just had to have his fantasy name as the Minnesota Vikings. Um, that's the only reason why they have Justin Jefferson, too. I think he picked Justin Jefferson in the first round, um, like, super high. But, I mean, I think he's going to have a good year regardless. But, yeah, so I have Alex winning this one by, like, a pretty healthy margin. I do as well. I do as well. Um, so moving on to game two, let's uh, let's talk about uh, the Memphis Express, uh, Harry versus the football player Lives Matter Joe. Um, first things first, maybe we think about – if this is, this is a trend you'll see – I have a lot of issues with a lot of these team names. I feel like Batty Light is pretty, pretty creative. Grant's a little immature. It's a joke off Natty Light, but I wasn't. I was. A, I was a freshman in college when I made the thing. Okay, um, but football player lives matter. Maybe a little bit out of date. Maybe a little out of date. Maybe know? a lot but, out of date. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we take a left turn on that one. But hey, I'm, I'm all for. I'm all for sticking with it. Um, the win probability is fifty three percent towards. Uh, Joe Torrey, um, which that is without a defense on Harry's side. <laughs> which is okay. <laughs> he just he just hasn't put a defense. He has Arizona's defense on his bench right now. Okay. He just hasn't. Well, put I them respect in. that. I respect that. Wait, he's gonna he's, he's, he's gonna inflate. Smoke. He's yeah, smoke. he's gonna inflate yeah. Joe's ego and then just bring him crashing of course. down. Um, the one thing that comes out to me is they have uh, Melvin Gordon starting. Um, I think I'd rather have Gus Edwards on IR starting than Melvin Gordon this week. See, I don't know. It, th- that Jacksonville matchup is just so hard to to stay away from. I mean, it, it, granted, I would 
probably take the upside with Javante on this matchup because he did have, I think, more touches than Melvin Gordon last week. Um, but Melvin Gordon, I mean, I think it's a safer play. I think Denver's going to be up. I don't think they want to throw the ball with Jerry Judy out as much as they would have if he was in. Um, so, I mean, it's it's a really tough call. I don't blame him having him in there, though, for the upside that Denver runs maybe 25 times this game. Yeah, Gordon had one big play. I think it was a 74-yard rush for a touchdown. So that's what – his stats are overinflated. He's not going to keep that up. I think Melvin Gordon will be a borderline flex going this point forward. Borderline, borderline. He should be on the bench in my opinion. Uh, like I said, I'd rather have uh, an IR Gus Edwards in my starting lineup than Melvin Gordon. Um, I also hate uh, Cal- uh, Calvin Ridley. I think Calvin Ridley is going to have a horrible game. He's against uh, an absolute lockdown defense in the Bucks, um, And like I said, the Falcons stink. And Matt Ryan is the most sackable quarterback in the entire league. This dude is Eli Manning. If, if Eli Manning didn't – if Eli Manning had less running ability, that equals Matt Ryan. That's how sackable that Matt Ryan is. And it's not even like he's Big Ben where he can have people bounce off him. Matt Ryan is a stick and will the, – the wind might sack him three times this week. Might, um, it might just break break in half. I, I, I do have written down here, though, that it is like a rough running back situation for Harry. He doesn't have a lot of depth in that position, which is it makes it even more odd that he's starting three running backs. Um, but, I mean, it, it it's kind of slim pickings right now, considering that there haven't been a lot of, like, new breakout candidates uh, this week that he can start. But, um, yeah, I mean, this is also like a weird situation where both teams have each other's starting uh or each other's stack with quarterbacks and wide receivers so um harry has aj brown uh and joe has ryan Tannehill. um harry has aaron Rodgers, and joe has Devonte adams so um i think that matchup m- may cancel each other out essentially and then when you put it into that terms i think joe does have a slight edge here so there's one thing that i do also want to mention is that obviously this was a very tumultuous offseason with aaron Rodgers everything going on um i also think it was a little bit of a tumultuous offseason with harry when it comes to the fantasy league itself um if you read Han- uh, read harry's first uh game breakdown uh talking pretty negative on himself over there and i, I kind of noticed that there was a little bit of maybe a, they, they're saying rogers lost passion i'm not sure if harry's in the same boat or not i mean they got a lot of similarities they both have long hair rogers grew his out I know Harry had long hair in high school. I'm assuming it's still there. Uh, I mean, they're they're the he's they're actually both completely bald guys. now. They're not they're not huge guys, but they're both sim they're both like slim frames, and they're both very cerebral. I know Harry's a smart fellow. I know Aaron Rod- like maybe is this another scenario of Harry's kind of just lost passion for the game and just doesn't he's not his head's not in it. Same thing with Rodgers. I mean, they're he's on his team. I, I'm not sure if they if they feel like they have similarities there, but. I'm not saying Harry's not not invested in the league. I'm just saying it, it's a possibility, you know? He's yeah. down on himself week one. Just, just just something to keep an eye out. Just a classic owner-to-quarterback self-fulfilling prophecy. Nothing else to see here. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, yeah, so in this game, though, I do have Joe. I, I have Joe winning. Um, I have him, just, like, Let's just hope he gets a defense. Let, let's, have, let's hope Harry has a defense by Sunday, okay? That, that thing, I think that's the most we can help for. Yeah, I'm assuming he put in a waiver for, for Arizona, but I, I don't see how Arizona could have been 
on the waivers in the first place. Um, mm. It to me, it looks like he purposely took them out for whatever reason. But that's the only defense he has on his team right now, which would it, is a plus matchup. So cool. Um, all right, so let's go move on to uh, the third game, which is going to be uh, the Hashling and Slashers, Bianca. Uh, versus the Desperate Bachelors and Justin. Um, first things first, I, I didn't recognize this on draft day, but Justin again drafted OBJ. Oh, what? you should have you should have heard the the Zoom call. He was he was up with OBJ as the top player at his position. Justin had the number three overall pick or number two overall pick, I believe, and um, he was like, you know, guys, growth is like not doing the same thing over and over when you make mistakes and I'm not going to do it this year. He passed up on Odell. He fell to him four picks later with the next pick. And then he said, you know what else growth is relapsing. And then he ended up taking Odell. I think it's an awful move, but uh, I don't even think Odell, Odell didn't play last week. I don't think he's playing this week either. No, he's not, but he's not playing this week. I mean, let's just, I'm starting to get worried for Justin is my point. I like, let's go through the timeline of Odell, right? Odell makes the catch. Odell becomes Odell with that catch correct mm-hmm. before before that catch he was a good wide receiver but he became odell on that catch right and so from that point on we had a very tumultuous time and with the giants he signed that big contract extension got traded then we had the whole banana boat fiasco right and i feel like at that banana boat fiasco we were a lot of us were like you know what maybe maybe obj isn't isn't all this maybe it's more of a name mm-hmm. right and then we got to this whole thing where he wanted people pooping on his chest and so most of us jumped off that boat as soon as possible, right? It, it worries me that Justin still has not hopped off that boat. I mean, does does he also have a poop fetish? I I'm not making accusations. I'm just saying he seems to stick through this guy, stick with stick with this guy through a lot, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, he had him in that breakout year. I I mean, I think that uh, Justin's um, or uh, the story of Odell and Justin's acting career just go hand in hand. So I think that that. <laughs> That's really what draws in there. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the other thing that I have from this week is uh, Bianca's huge letdown week. She had Amari Cooper and Chris Godwin in Thursday Night Football and lost. Um, <laughs> like, that is that is as rough as it gets. I, I don't think, though, that um, uh, Derrick Henry is going – like, he, he's going to have a better week than he did last week. I mean, it happens – to pretty much every running back. Um, but uh, Derrick Henry gets better as the year goes on. You know, like as it gets colder, mm-hmm. people don't want to tackle him. But every single one of Justin's players is going up against a really great matchup this this year uh, or this um, this week. But it, all of his players seem to just naturally be boom or bust. Uh, other than in the case of Odell, then it's just boom, boom on my chest. Um, so, I mean, I, I like Justin this week. Um like minus I want to say minus Derrick Henry just because of last week but I think Derrick Henry will have a bounce back week yeah and I, look I gotta be honest with you I'm really worried about Bianca maybe just accidentally putting someone in that she didn't mean to I mean she clearly has such an issue recognizing group chats and just how that basic structure works that I think I think fantasy football in general just might be too more on the advanced side of that I, I'm just I'm just worried that she's gonna put someone in that starting role not expecting to you know it's a classic oh I thought this was a different league I thought you know yeah I'm, yeah it, she's yeah. she's gonna put someone in and be like oh my mom did that exactly yeah. and I, I just it's it's a liability issue for me and I, I I wish her the best, but I'm going to have to take Justin here. I'm going to have to. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're on the same page here. I I have like a pretty a pretty healthy win for Justin. Although like it 
Bianca's wide receivers could go off and lead her to a victory. I think that I think monster games from Diggs, Cooper, and Godwin are the only way that she takes this. I agree. I agree. All right, let's move on. Let's go to a uh, rock kickass, uh, which would be Chris versus Threat Level Midnight, which is going to be Jake. All time uh, win probability, matchup. absolutely. Uh, win probability is leaning fifty two percent to Chris. Um, there is a lot of people I hate in this game. Uh, number one being Juju. So everyone knows there was me and Chris kind of had a little bit debacle, not a debacle, just a conversation, a nice little conversation off to the side. Um, essentially, all you need to know is that Juju is just horrible and proved that week one. Um, and DJ Moore had a great week and proved that he's actually the number one receiver uh, outside Christian McCaffrey, which I'll, I'll take that. Um, yeah, and also Sam Donald had a great week too. So really, I don't really care who wins this game. I just care that I was right about Juju to this point. Um, but Mike, any any takes on this? Yeah, I think um, on the opposite side for, or you know, what, I'll go on the hate side first as well. I don't I don't like Austin Eckler this week, even against a, a plus matchup with the Dallas Cowboys. I think that the uh, that last week was a pretty big indicator of how the offense is going to look under uh they have a new coordinator right or new head coach entirely um and it it really favors wide receivers i think we saw that with both mike williams and keenan allen um austin eckler had zero targets last week um in order for austin eckler to return value on a a second round pick or he might have even been a first round pick this year um i think he has to have an average of at least like seven to eight receptions per game or at least targets per game um and i don't think that he's going to get that this year with justin herbert just on an absolute tear um uh i but i do love darren waller even against pittsburgh um the darren waller is the entire raiders offense um he had 19 targets last week like that is absolutely insane um absolute target machine i think that he repeats that this week even with the tough Pittsburgh offense I don't think that they're going to be able to use TJ Watt to like cancel him out I think TJ Watt is going to be the pass rusher that he is um so I think if they they might just dump it off to Darren Waller and try to let him do his thing 30 times in this game yeah when it when it comes to Chris too I I love Dak right don't get me wrong Dak is a starter I love Zeke too I think Zeke's gonna have a great week too I I gotta be honest yeah I kind of just hate Chris um and that's not that's not I'm sure he's a great guy, you know, but especially after this this whole offseason with that that whole refusing to make a draft pick debacle where he just refused to take his number, you know, I lost a lot of respect for him. Um, he's a very very tyrannical uh, tyrannical commissioner. commissioner in general. Um, I mean, like I said, I'm sure he's a great guy. You know, great great guy, I'm sure. Um, just kind of an asshole. Um, and that's not that's not like great guy. That's I'm just gonna leave it at that. Love Dak. Love Zeke. You know I can't. I can't pick. I can't pick Chris here. I can't. I can't. I'm I, sure he's a, sure he's a great guy. Um, maybe he can go ahead, put a TikTok up, join Juju. Who knows? But regardless, uh, on the opposite side of that spectrum, Jake's Jake teaches children. Correct. He's isn't he a teacher? Um, he is. A, he's, he's a, a family guy, teacher. right? Isn't he he's like? Doesn't teacher. he have a fiance? At, I'm, I am all in on Drake here. To be honest with you, if Chris had a 70% win probability, I'd still take Jake. Um, and no, no, obviously no bias, no bias involved. Here. Oh, of course not. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to take Jake here for sure. Yeah, I, um, I, I'm going to go on the opposite side of that. I'm going to take 
Chris, um, and I'm gonna set the uh, I'm gonna set the spread at minus twenty. Um, I think this is gonna be a blowout game for Chris, uh, barring an, a breakout week from um, from uh, or actually he took Brandon Ayuk out of his lineup. Jake did. Um, it was gonna be barring a breakout game from Brandon Ayuk. I would I was gonna take Chris, um, but now he has Tyler Boyd in there, a little bit safer. But I still think that Chris takes this. So next next uh, next game we got is going to be Team Drew uh, versus Bounce Back Season, which is going to be Mike. Um, right now, I believe last time I checked, the win probability was dead even, fifty percent. Um, first thing first, Mike. Since I'm going to ask you directly, Bounce Back Season starting with a loss, is this is this an issue? Is this something we should be worried about? You know, I don't feel good about it. Um, I if I had had, I'm not going to make excuses actually. But um, Raheem Mostert uh, being out for the season after two carries was an absolute uh, was an absolute devastator, um, and I probably would have won that game if I had had him for a full game, considering that I lost by two. Um, but uh, you know what? Like I'm still feeling okay about my team. It's one loss. It's not gonna like break like break the season. Um, I still have a lot of time to make up. Um, but I don't like the way that it's looking this week. So starting 0 and 2 is not going to be the way that I. Uh, envision the season going yeah I, so I gotta be honest with you Jalen Hurts I would not feel comfortable with Jalen Hurts at quarterback at all I do think he's gonna end up being a top 15 fantasy quarterback just because he has a running ability um, and he isn't good enough to make it through NFL progression so he's just gonna drop the ball and tuck and run um, but yeah I don't I don't feel good I wouldn't feel good if, if Hertz was my uh with my quarterback yeah um, I'm basically banking on Justin Fields starting in the next three weeks um yeah, that's fair. and then from there I'll play the matchup game but uh yeah right now I he's kind of he's my only option I just got to go with it um but uh but we'll see how it pans out I mean he could just have a great year again depending on his rushing um and he had a good week last week but I guess he'll really be tested this week against a San Francisco defense that is really solid yeah, injury injury starting Dallas Goddard, um, which I, I think Goddard I think Goddard's a talented talented tight end, but uh, like it, that's that might be the most outside of the Patriots that might be the most crowded tight end room in the league. I, I know Zach Ertz is old, but he's I I still can't envision Dallas Goddard being the number one over Zach Ertz. So yeah, I think I it's I don't like that. Outside of like the top three four quarterbacks. Um, you really get into touchdown dependency. So it's really just, it, is my tight end going to score a touchdown this week? Um, and I don't like Dallas Goddard's odds against San Francisco. I, I agree with you there. Yeah. Um, On the I opposite side only, of that, yeah. though, Nick Chubb is going to be a fucking beast. Bro. Exactly. I was just oh about to say Chubb, it's gonna be Chubb awful. might have 40 points this week. So that's that's the, definitely the biggest area of concern, um, in, in my opinion. Um and Chubb as we're talking Chubb's right now, Saquon has Saquon has 46 yards. Yeah, which is incredible. It's the end of the first quarter, so um, Saquon might be back. I, I was just about to talk shit about Saquon today, but I'm glad I had I didn't because Saquon is is looking really good so far. Um, last question I have about this game is again, who who can we, can I get a, a quick introduction to Drew? I I don't do we do we know Drew or. I think Drew went to college with Chris? Question Chris mark? went to college. Really? Villanova. Oh, wow. Oh, well, good for him. I didn't, I mean, just, you know, some of the, like, I oh. figured a college education wouldn't pick Juju as early that, as he did. But Saquon's 46 um, yards came off of a 41-yard rush. So he has, he really has uh, five yards. He has five yards. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, mm -hmm. take All away right, that so four point one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, you got. Sorry, you took me off. I was. No, that's okay. Yeah, Team Drew. My... It's it's a it it's a rough name, Drew. I'm not gonna lie mm -hmm. to you. I think that we need. Didn't he have like a? Wasn't his team name last year like Flames of Birds or something like like Bird of Flames, something like that? Um, yeah, I, yeah. I can't remember what guy. it was. He's an Eagles guy, right? I, I think so. I, yeah, I'm not 100% sure, but I mean, I, I like his team this week. I'm not going to lie with the exception of Adam Thielen um, and, Dal and Dallas Goddard. Uh, I don't like my matchups this week, especially with Raheem Mostert being out. I think that Kareem Hunt still could have a good week against Houston, but it's definitely not going to be as likely as Nick Chubb. Like, I think Nick Chubb is going to be the guy this week. Yeah, I, I agree. I think Nick Chubb is going to be running back number one this week for sure. Mm -hmm. Um Oh, yeah, and the last game is going to be me, uh, Batty Light, versus uh, the Right Sox, our White Sox, um, and Donnie. Um, right now, Donnie is at 54% uh, win probability. Um, and i got to be honest with you, I agree with it. I'm not feeling good about it this week. Looking at my team and honestly not liking what I'm seeing, uh, I thought with Travis Etienne being, uh, being injured, I thought James Robinson was going to have a – very prominent role in this new Urban Meyer-led uh, offense. My only hope is that maybe after getting absolutely shellacked week one, um, that maybe they get him more involved week two, thinking that they're trying to try, trying to try something new. Um, but I'm not feeling great, I'll be honest. Um, I do have Donnie winning this one, but I think it is going to be a little bit closer than, um, than most would think because, I mean, really it comes down to uh, Hill and Hopkins like those two guys are just absolute animals like they're gonna they're gonna end up essentially canceling each other out um, Travis Kelsey is the biggest positional advantage in in football and fantasy on your side um, and I think that Urban Meyer is going to realize at some point that he needs to involve James Robinson more if he wants Jacksonville to win games um, plus on the other side I don't think the Jamar Chase breakout is real so whatever one of those topics you want to talk about I'm in for it but I think it is going to be a closer game I mean I'm going to disagree with you I do think Jamar Chase absolutely played the fuck out of every single human being on the face of the earth I think that he just it, I think it was a joke I, I I'm not my PMT talked about this I I generally think it was I think he thought he was being funny he was like I'm going to pretend to drop all this and then I'm going to make everyone think I'm horrible and then on that, the second the season starts, all of a sudden I can catch every single ball. I genuinely think it was being a, I genuinely think it was a, it was a joke, and it was a good joke by him. I got to give him that hand credit credit where credit's due. Yeah, if he was jo if he was joking, like that's an absolute like top level, like one of the greatest of all time. Um, but uh, I I still don't I, I'm not gonna buy it until we see like a productive essentially season from him. I, I I'm not a hundred percent sure if he can get that separation against a better defense. Um, and I guess maybe we won't see it this week with Chicago, but, uh, like once you get into those matchups, like those divisional matchups where you're playing, uh, Pittsburgh and the, I guess the Ravens defense is a little bit more iffy, but once you start playing better defenses, I don't think he's going to have what it takes. Um, so I do, I do have Donnie in this one, but I have it by less. I have it like within 10 points. Um, and last thing I want to say about that. I'm not trying to give myself a pat on the back here, but is Jameis the best pick of the entire draft? He, he might be. He, I want to be. I want Jameis could be QB number three this year. Yeah. I, I, after that performance, I mean, I knew he was going to be good, but with the first week before, I don't have him starting this week. I have Matt Stafford. I want to give him one more week to fill in, see see how that LASIK surgery is working for him. Um, but I mean, after that week one showing, I 
that might be the steal of the draft. Yeah, he's on um, he's on pace to break the touchdown record by thirty. So I mean, exactly. I exactly. I don't see any type of variance from that. I think mm. that I think that that is indicative of what we're going to see in the entire season. Yeah, and it, that's one thing that he's always been known for is just consistency. You know, like he sure like he may not be the greatest quarterback of all time, but he is consistent. You know, it's amazing Every what week. happens when you can see yeah. the ball or when exactly. you can see uh, defenders. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, um, LASIK I guess fixed color blind, blindness too. Yeah, that, you know, technology these days, you know. Yep. Um, and then the last thing I want to talk about is, um, I know we've done a lot of we've done a lot of talking shit on people's teams' names here, but the right socks are the white socks. Um, privilege much? Uh, can you can you hide your privilege a little bit? Uh, the right socks are all socks, um, first and foremost. I, you know, not only. I think I just think that in 2021 we should be more inclusive of all socks. I yeah, think fair enough. Yeah, you know? I think I think if Donnie wins a game by enough, we can um, we can report it as a hate crime. I, so I agree. I I think that that is in your favor as well. Like he's gonna want to keep games close. He's already on hot water. I I, I yeah I agree. I just um, walking on eggshells here, a second Donnie. Time. Um, so we're just gonna ride this one out. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you do the outro, Mike. Because uh, I literally cannot even hear anything as the moment, and I want to go watch this football game. Awesome. Well, thank you, everyone, for uh, joining us at the podcast, the podcast of Ordinary Gentlemen. Um, hopefully, we'll be back next week, and hopefully, you guys like it where uh, you want to listen every week. Um, and we will uh, see you then.